0: Hello and welcome to Back to Basics Birthing. My name is Vicki Hobbs and I'm here to guide you, support you and provide you with information so you're feeling excited and confident about your birth. Birth is an incredible event, no matter how it happens. So I'm here to help you take the fear out of birth through education, planning and preparation. Today I'm going to talk to you about doulas, home birth and free birth. I've been running my business since 2004 so I consider myself a fairly educated woman and experienced in working with pregnant women in the birthing space but I would never compare myself to a midwife or a medical practitioner. I also train doulas through the Doula Training Academy. In light of the recent devastating news in WA where a baby died after a free birth and the subsequent media frenzy and ill-informed comments around doulas, I found it was really important to guide some of the narrative and hopefully educate the community about doulas, home birth, free birth and our current maternity system. My heart goes out to the parents, the family, the friends of the couple and also to the doula They must all be going through so much mentally and emotionally and for the mum physically as well, but also having to deal with judgment, accusations and public scrutiny. The headlines claim that a baby died after a home birth with a doula went wrong. Firstly, it's so frustrating when people only read a headline and don't read the article and then make assumptions based on the headline, which then exaggerates or deviates from the real story. Then social media is in a frenzy with people sharing their thoughts and opinions, not facts. The headline implies that because the doula was there, she was at fault. And judging by the comments, the general public thinks so too. We all know that when a death occurs, particularly when it's a mother or baby, it's human nature to want to lay blame. Yes, there was a doula there, but it was not illegal for the doula to be there. And the doula was not employed to provide medical assistance. I saw in one news report, it it was said that mothers are choosing doulas as a less expensive option. A less expensive option for what? Quickly, people jumped to conclusion that doulas are now being hired to replace midwives. So I feel the community, including care providers, need to be educated on what a doula is, what a doula is not, and what a doula does. If there is any deviation to that, then they are not doulas. So let me go through some of the questions that I've seen asked over the last few days. What is a doula? Again, reading some of the comments in the news report on social media, the majority of the public don't even know what a doula is or what they do. It's fair to say that doulas operating as a business is relatively new here in Australia in in comparison to the US. When I became a doula here in Perth over a decade ago, There were only a handful of wise, experienced women offering doula services. But the industry has grown rapidly as more women feel they need that extra support through their pregnancy, their labour, their birth and the postpartum period. And why shouldn't they get all the support that they need during one of the most vulnerable and challenging times of their lives? It's important to be aware that doulas are non-medical professionals who provide continuous physical emotional and informational support and nurturing to couples before, during and after childbirth. This applies to women who are planning a physiological birth, so a birth where they're planning no drugs or interventions, a managed birth, so that could include women who are choosing to be induced, have interventions or pain relief drugs. Then there's also home births, hospital births and even a planned caesarean. Doulas are there to support all birth in a non-judgmental way. Doulas specialise in non-medical skills and don't perform clinical tasks such as vaginal exams, palpating of the belly or fetal heart rate monitoring. Doulas do not diagnose medical conditions, offer second opinions or give medical advice. If you have a doula who is doing this, then again, she is not a doula. Research shows that doulas really do make a difference to how women feel about their births during and afterwards. And even the Cochrane Review states that having that continuous support from a person who is present solely to provide support, is not a member of the woman's social network, is experienced in providing labour support, and has at least a modest amount of training, appears to be most beneficial. Research also shows that women who had a doula were more likely to have a spontaneous labour, less likely to have a synthetic oxytocin, less likely to ask for epidural or drugs, less likely to be dissatisfied with their birth, more likely to have shorter labours, less likely to have caesarean, less likely to have an instrumental birth, so forceps or vacuum, and less likely to have a baby with low APGAR scores. So what is the difference between a home birth and a free birth? It's really important to distinguish between a home birth and a free birth. Unfortunately, there's a lot of stigma around home births and they can be seen as unsafe or reckless. So many women don't openly discuss their decision to birth at home as they're afraid people will make uneducated comments about their choices. A planned home birth is at home attended by a medical professional such as a midwife who is there to provide clinical care and monitor a physiological labor and birth. The midwife is registered and highly trained in physiological birth and in identifying if something is not right or the the woman and the baby needs medical assistance and they have the necessary equipment available to administer that care. Research suggests that planned home birth for women with low risk pregnancies is as safe for babies and mothers as birthing in a hospital. So for more information on the safety of home birth, you could check out the resources in the Home Birth Australia website or their Facebook page where they have a lot of evidence-based information. Here in WA, home births are offered as part of a government-funded program such as Community Midwifery Program or CMP or with a privately practising midwife who may also have admitting rights to King Edward Memorial Hospital or Fiona Stanley Hospital. It's important to note that this differs from state to state. A free birth is usually at home as well, but the key difference is that the couple have planned and chosen to have an unassisted birth at home without any medical support. Is it illegal to free birth? No, having a free birth is not illegal. In WA and South Australia, we do have legislation, legislation called the Health Practitioner Regulation National Law and Section 123A discusses restricted birthing practices. In this section of the legislation, midwife means a person who is registered under the law in the midwifery profession. Restricted birthing practice means undertaking the care of a woman by managing the three stages of labour or any part of those stages. A person must not carry out restricted birthing practice unless the person is a medical practitioner a midwife or is a student who carries out the restricted birthing practice in the course of activities undertaken as part of an approved program of study for the medical or midwifery profession or clinical training in the medical or midwifery profession or is acting under the supervision of a medical practitioner or midwife and in accordance with any requirements set out in a code or guideline approved under section 39 by the National Board established for the relevant profession or, and this is really important as well, is providing emergency assistance to a woman who is in labour. So the penalty for this subsection is a fine of $30,000.00. So if a doula was doing any of those restricted birthing practices, they could be seen, um, you know, as, as working as a midwife or, you know, doing those those things that a midwife would do and they risk being charged and fining $30,000. So to be clear, a doula is not responsible for managing birth. And I think that that is the key wording to keep in mind. And they definitely do not perform restrictive birthing practices. They are a support person providing comfort measures. So that's, you know, helping the mum to feel safe, calm, relaxed, undisturbed, um, managing, you know, pain relief, that kind of thing. So no, in no way is the doula Giving the mum drugs or anything like that. She's doing things that are helping the mum to um, feel more comfortable. So, nowhere in this legislation does it say that a doula cannot attend a home birth without a midwife present or that it's illegal. And nowhere does it say that a doula cannot attend a free birth or that it's illegal. Most doulas will be at a home birth at different times during the early stages of labour, providing massage acupressure meditation relaxation techniques making food looking after children cleaning the house preparing the birth space and the birth pool and anything else that the mother needs as the labor progresses the doula will stay there constantly with the couple until after the birth she may be she may be there for two to three hours after the birth cleaning up emptying and cleaning the birth pool if it's been used preparing food making teas and coffees putting towels and linen in the washing machine if they've been used, anything that needs doing to ensure the mum doesn't have to get up and do anything and can focus on bonding with her baby and her partner as a family. Every birth will be different and based on the wants and needs of the woman and her partner. These things are hardly considered restrictive birthing practices. This restriction does not deny a woman the choice of whether her baby is born at home or in a hospital nor does it deny a woman the choice to have a support person present throughout her pregnancy to provide emotional or social support. However what these regulations do clearly outline is that a doula is not a medical professional and cannot perform the duties of a midwife and women should not see doulas as a replacement for midwives. In my opinion if you had a doula that was telling you that she could do anything a midwife can do then that would raise red flags for me and would clearly identify her as not being a doula. On the other hand, a midwife can perform all the things that a doula does, but they're probably less likely to spend hours in early labour providing those comfort measures because they need to be well-rested and alert for the more intense stage of labour birth and obviously after the birth as well. Having worked with some of the private midwives here in Perth, they love it when there's a doula there. Um, providing all those comfort measures or keeping the energy positive and calm, which is so conducive for a physiological birth. And this is why so many more women now are choosing to have a planned home birth with a midwife, either, you know, the government funded one or private practicing midwives. So does a doula need a license to practice? I saw a comment from one midwife saying doulas are not qualified or licensed. So this is implying that midwives and probably the majority of the public think doulas are stepping into the role of a midwife which they are not and again if you had someone who was doing this then they are not a midwife. A doula doesn't practice as a midwife or perform restrictive birth services that a midwife would That they could if trained Perform CPR and first aid in an emergency situation as per the legislation that I just read out. So that's section 123A, uh, point two, section E. So the best way to describe a doula is as a support person or a birth coach. They don't manage labour and birth, but they do provide comfort measures, and you don't need a licence for that. So is the doula industry regulated? Here in Australia, the doula industry is unregulated. So this means there is no governing body or accreditation for doulas. However, there are many doula training organisations in Australia that offer high quality training and ongoing support, mentoring and continuing professional development for doulas. So they are highly trained in what they do. We also have the Doula Network Australia which is the only incorporated association in Australia dedicated to the integrity, professionalism and ongoing training of doulas and the doula industry. Doulas are contracted privately and work for the couple ensuring their wants and needs are of the highest priority without third party intervention. But hang on a minute. What is the real question we should be asking? In my opinion, along with many other birth workers, including midwives, we feel the real question we should be asking is why are these women looking outside of the maternity system and free birthing? Perhaps some of them feel highly educated and knowledgeable. They're prepared and they're confident in their body's ability to birth without medical help. Perhaps they're they're a birth worker themselves and they feel confident in birthing without medical assistance. Some women may have birthed previously and feel that they have educated themselves on the risks and what could go wrong and they can and what they can do in those situations. And they may have all also undertaken courses in first aid and CPR and neonate resus to give them the best chance of working through any deviations to their physiological birth. They also know that if things start to deviate, then they can call an ambulance and birth is seen as a priority one call out. They have made an informed choice to birth this way. Many who free birth don't have a doula present, but if they did, then they are aware that they are not hiring a doula as a replacement for a midwife and they take full responsibility for their choices and in any consequences. Or on the flip side, Perhaps they've had a traumatic hospital experience previously and the thought of birthing in the hospital environment again brings up so much fear that the thought of birthing in that system again is horrifying. Perhaps some women feel the system has failed them in the past and they no longer trust the system or the care providers. Perhaps women are not able to get into a publicly funded home birth program like community midwifery program. Perhaps women are concerned that even if they are accepted into that program, they're not guaranteed to have a home birth with CMP as midwives can be pulled away into the hospital when they're short staffed, or they've already attended births and they're tired and there's no backup. So if women ring the midwife during their labor, they're told that they now have to go to the hospital to birth instead of their planned home birth. Perhaps they then try to find a private practicing midwife But even though the the number of private midwives has grown, we're still limited and they book out so far in advance that it's difficult to find one. And the cost of having a private midwife may also be out of reach for many couples. Although in saying this, I'd like to add, once a couple look at the breakdown of the cost and what is actually included, they will recognise that it's probably cheaper to have a private practising midwife than an obstetrician and you get so much more including six weeks postpartum care and that's just invaluable. Perhaps they feel their wants and needs for their birth are being dismissed so they decide to discontinue their care with the hospital. Perhaps it's because they don't feel heard or respected and their questions go unanswered or they're made to feel that they are just a vessel. And the most important thing is a live baby, not a well mother as well. Perhaps they don't want their birth to be managed by care providers that might lead to interventions and unnecessary caesareans. And I suggest if you haven't seen the documentary Birth Time, now with everything that's gone on, now would be a really good time to watch it. Perhaps they feel worried their partner will be sent home soon after the birth, which has been happening since COVID restrictions. Here in WA, the government has lifted restrictions with the public at 80% third-dose vaccinations. Yet hospitals haven't lifted their restrictions. So some birth partners are sent home soon after birth. It doesn't make sense that the partner can be with the labouring woman for many hours during labour in the birth suite, then can't spend time bonding with their baby or ensuring their partner is not alone or feeling safe and supported after the birth. We hear staff in hospitals are stretched to the limits, particularly since the mandates, and many midwives have left their jobs. So it makes sense that women feel that they will get more support and comfort at home. Perhaps it's fear and distrust of the care providers and hospitals based on their own experience or hearing other women's experiences of things being done to them without consent and obstetric violence. So yes, this is happening. And just because you haven't heard about it, doesn't make it untrue. Perhaps women are recognising that hospital policies are not the law and they don't want to be bullied or coerced into unnecessary interventions. So they choose to stay home without medical support. We hear all the time that the maternity system is broken, but it's not broken. It is working exactly how the hospitals want it to work. But then it is the woman who is leaving the hospital broken She falls through the cracks. She is left to fend for herself with a new baby. To the care provider in the hospital, they've done their job. She has a healthy baby. But what about the mum? We need a healthy mum too. A healthy baby is not all that matters. A healthy mum matters too to have a healthy family. I bet many people wouldn't know that here in Australia, the highest cause of maternal death is suicide. One in three women report that their birth was traumatic and two-thirds of those say it was because of the way they were treated by their care providers. A birth in a hospital usually means a managed birth. More women are recognising that a physiological birth provides many more benefits to mother and baby and they want to avoid being medically managed. They want to avoid unnecessary tests, scans, inductions, drugs and time limits. Unfortunately, hospitals rely on managed birth, so they stay within time schedules. Women are induced. There are timelines for each stage of labour. If those timelines are not on track, then we see interventions. Some interventions lead to unnecessary caesareans. We know private obstetricians may have anywhere between 40 to 60 women booked per month. The logistics of that is a nightmare for all hospitals. If you look at how many obstetricians there are in Perth and the number of private hospitals and how many birth suites each hospital has, that's a lot of women coming in for birth. So of course those women and their births need to be medically managed, which means women need to be induced and a schedule or timeline implemented. Is that ethical? Research shows an induction should only be performed when the risk of continuing the pregnancy outweighs the risk of the induction process. But our induction rate is incredibly high and so is our national caesarean rate sitting at 36%, well exceeding the World Health Organization's recommendations of between 10% and 15%. Not to mention here in Perth, we have a private hospital with the highest caesarean rate in Australia. Unfortunately, pregnancy is managed right from when you visit the GP to confirm your pregnancy. You're asked if you have private health insurance and if so, given a list of obstetricians and told to book straight away as they book out quickly. If you don't have private health insurance, you're given the information on which public hospital you can go to based on your catchment area. Rarely is a woman told that there are other options, which include the family birthing centres, publicly funded home birth community midwifery program, the midwifery group practice program, or privately practicing midwives. Somehow over time, it became the vogue thing to do to birth with an obstetrician in a private hospital. And women thought by going private, they would experience a better birth. But we know that this is not the case. And as I mentioned before, watch the documentary Birth Time, or even the face of birth to understand what I mean. Obstetricians are highly trained surgeons. Their expertise is working with women who have high-risk pregnancies or problems with their pregnancy, which may require them to be observed or treated more regularly, have interventions or caesareans. When it comes to physiological birth, midwives are the experts. They too are highly trained in identifying when, when a birth is deviating from the normal physiology parameters. But aren't doulas experts in birth too? Doulas are not medical experts. They are experts when it comes to providing tools and techniques for comfort measures and evidence-based information. But, But they are not medically trained to identify if a birth is deviating from uneventful and an emergency is imminent. So when it comes to a midwife and a doula, there is no comparison. They are two completely different roles. If a doula is promoting herself as being able to do what a midwife does, then again telling you she is not a doula. I know that there are lots of doulas across Australia offering free birth services but this does not mean that they are offering restricted birth practices. For me I would not offer my services at a free birth because I believe that a midwife should be involved in all births to identify problems and provide fast medical attention when needed Or know when it's time to transfer to a hospital for further medical assistance. If you're wanting to free birth, this is a choice only you can make. But you cannot hire a doula to be a replacement for medical care. You need to understand what a doula can do, what is within their scope of practice and why you have chosen to hire them. What is the role of the doula at your free birth? What has your doula told you is their role? What do they do and don't do? Because anything that is listed under the restrictive birthing practices is illegal. Being there as a support person providing comfort measures is not illegal. A reputable doula will have a contract that clearly outlines their role of what they do, what they don't do, and reinforce that they are not there in a medical capacity. They will highlight that they cannot perform any restrictive birthing practices. They cannot diagnose anything about your pregnancy, and cannot tell a woman where she should or should not do, or sorry, what she should or should not do during pregnancy, her labour, and her birth. A doula is not trained in identifying, assessing, and treating problems during pregnancy, labour, birth, or after birth. The doula does not make decisions on behalf of the woman or the partner and a doula is not there to replace medical professionals. And for the doulas out there, make sure you have comprehensive contracts that clearly outline what you do, what you don't do, and have extensive conversations around this with your clients if you're attending a free birth. And keep notes of your discussions, your decisions, and the outcomes. Doulas are there to mother the mother and help the partner to be the very best support person that they can be. So they feel more satisfied about their participation in the birth of the child as well. Doulas really do make a difference. I want to finish by sharing a quote from Dr. John Kennell, who was a pediatrician and researcher and was also a huge advocate for doulas, saying that they were an essential service for women. He recognised during his research that maternal outcomes were improved if women had other women there supporting them during labour, birth and the postpartum period. His quote from 1998 highlights his support of doulas and is celebrated by all doulas then and now. And he says, if a doula were a drug, it would be unethical not to use it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Back to Basics Birthing. If you would like to get more information about my childbirth education classes, hypnobirthing Australia classes, fear release sessions, online course, VBAC education, pregnancy massage or any of my other services, please visit my website at backtobasicsbirthing.com.au.